everybody, Coach John Daly here back again. Today's date is January 27, 2019. Cold weather all around us here in Michigan. I think uh, most of the country is going to have some of this stuff too. So uh, nothing like being inside, warm, got my coffee here, got my good friend and my brother, Dr. Jeff Lip, in the house here, ready to go with uh, another great session today. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing fantastic. It's always good to hear your introduction. I feel like instantaneously my energy level just increased dramatically. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been. It has been. And it's definitely a lot going on. Uh, it's definitely not for, we haven't tried to Absolutely. connect and, and, and make uh, some time for a show, but we both have a lot going on. And uh, hopefully uh, this week, yes, the cold weather's coming, but maybe we'll have a little more time for some other things. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Absolutely, my good friend. All right. Wanted to run by uh, Jeff this whole article uh, from Success Magazine. If you're searching for purpose, ask yourself these five questions. And I, I talked to Jeff here before we got started. I'd like him to kind of mold some of his thoughts and ideas around this, um, definitely from his journey over these last few years, the, the last three to five years of um, the losses he's had, the ups and downs, the job changes. You know, just it's been a full circle here. It seems like all crammed into a few years. And I uh, just want to, you know, how are you doing now with, you know, what's going on? But um, so kind of that frame of mind with these question answers. Is that okay? I'm looking forward to it, my good friend. Right. I mean, this really kind of ties into the podcast I'm going to be rolling out tomorrow, my particular show. So I'm looking forward to this, honestly, because there's a mindset type of particular avenue I want to take this. And it's just interesting how life always kind of like mixes together when you're thinking about one particular thing and then the universe constantly keeps teaching you the same particular lesson mm. until it really sticks in your mind. In regards to a mindset type of thing. Mm. So looking forward to it. Yeah, it is. It's always around, isn't it? A lot, So many things that come into our life, it's always centered around you know, these type of subjects. I mean, it truly is. Because as much as you try to escape it, you really can't escape it. And I remember trying to put this to the side. And it's like the same lesson does not want to leave until I really truly learn it. So it's interesting. I mean, I even ate like two or three fortune cookies last night, you know, <laughs> celebrating my... Uh, Mom's birthday there, and as we were eating them, and I'm looking at my fortune, they basically say the same exact thing. So, once again, I truly believe that life or the universe or however you want to look at it, something, this energy force is trying to push you in that direction to try to make sure that you are aligned with learning what you need to learn, mm. which is kind of interesting. Very cool. Uh, the first question ties right into this uh, is, why am I here? And it says, seriously, right now, whatever coffee shop, classroom, cubicle, or conference room, whether it's a library or whatever, <laughs> that you might be sitting in, why are you here? What brought me to this moment? What strengths, personality, creativity, and talent do I have at my disposal? Without placing blame or making some sort of rationalization, what the heck am I doing here with my life today? Who I love this. Listen to this one. Who you are becoming far outweighs who you are. Right. If what you're doing today is not making you a better human being or the world a better place, you're probably on the wrong path. Right off the bat, my friend, we, you, we, things are better because of you. You, you are a fantastic human being uh, and you are making a difference in this world. So I think, to me, you have that one covered. But I know, trying to figure out our purpose, I think both of us have figured out a little bit of it, but both of us also realize that there's more. What are your thoughts on some of that? Such a loaded question already. The first one right off the bat. Boom. <laughs> so there are many things as you and I talk about, especially when we're doing these podcasts, that there are a lot of goals personally and professionally that I'm going to try to strive for. 
all the time. I'm always trying to become the better version of myself mm-hmm. than the person that I was the day before. Mm-hmm. And that's been my New Year's resolution. That's honestly been my like kind of life mantra for the last four years, more than anything. If I have to like group both those categories together, truthfully, the particular mission that I'm on or life legend, as they call it in The Alchemist, and that's what I was going to talk about real briefly. I mean, long story short, it's just a give. Mm. And it's to find a way to give something that of my resources that I have at my disposal, whoever I'm with, whatever population I'm serving, try to give. And normally, I have not had that mantra for a very long time. And I've always been a person where, especially within the four years, you want to really group it like that. It's more about getting than giving. Mm -hmm. And over the last four years, I know that I am all about giving as opposed to getting. So let me tie this into the context I'm talking about. There's a book out there called The Alchemist. It's by Pablo Cajolo. Cajolo, I think I can pronounce it right. I know Janie pronounces it correctly. My friend Janie is the one who particularly put me to reading this particular book. And I was actually going to give you that book too to read. And that's something that you Mm -hmm. and I are going to do when, you, when the podcast rolls out tomorrow specifically, that I want you to read and then we can do a, a particular episode on that. But the story takes place, and just going to give a brief summary, about a shepherd boy that is traveling through the desert. And this is well before Uber, before airplanes, before <laughs> anything like that. And he's trying to find his meaning in life. And his meaning in life is, you know, they call it his personal legend. And they're trying to find different ways, and he's running to different people that he encounters in this particular journey to help him find his personal legend. And he runs into a person called the alchemist. And, you know, if you know what alchemy is, alchemy is turning any particular type of stone or any type of particular, like lead, for example, into gold. Mm. And his journey is different than the shepherd boy's journey. It's because each person in this world is created with this personal legend or this search for the meaning of life for them. So for me specifically, if I had to take a look at this and take in that context and that story, it's like, you know, one day I'm hoping again to be a husband. I'm hoping one day to be a father. I mean, those are some things personally that I'm striving for. And, you know, I'm hoping that you know, there's another soul in this world that's be willing to to kind of like you know walk in that adventure with me, but in general, but in general, that takes me giving to somebody. It takes me giving to that person in order for that particular thing to happen. So a lot of what I've been doing personally and professionally is giving, and that's that's really the easiest, most simplistic way to kind of put it. And it's nothing more intense than just just that. You know, it's basically how I see my life is just to give, and if I'm not doing something almost on a daily basis, if not an hourly basis to give, then I don't feel like I'm aligning to what my life purpose is. Mm. And it's it's a mindset thing. It's a complete change of mindset that I had compared to the last four years. So it's a difficult journey. And not many people want to do that because it's something that I don't necessarily want to I mean one of the things I'm gonna share with you and I, I shared with you before was that, you know, I write a daily blog and on those daily blogs, I, I was like hitting almost one year. I mean, on this February 1st, it'll be one year. Do I continue on this journey? For me, mentally, it's helped me tremendously. But I mean, it's time consuming. And time is your mm-hmm. most precious gift in life. So I'm stuck with that particular type of debate. So without monopolizing everything on this, because I typically do talk a little bit more than I have to, the fact of the matter is, if I have to answer that question, my purpose in life right now, how I see it in this current moment, is to give. 
Awesome. And, and I love, it's, it was almost a, a couple light switch moments for you, that what, what you went through with, you know, uh, the divorce, losing your dad. Yeah. And the, even the job, you know, yeah. leaving, coming back. Uh, a lot of big major changes all crammed into a pretty short time period. But I'm a person that I cannot stay stagnant in being the same person that I am. Meaning that, like, in order to become a better version of yourself, you have to consistently keep changing. For a lot of people, they get in this comfort zone, and there's nothing wrong with it. They, right. they, they are comfortable where they work at. They're comfortable with the people in their lives. For me, I feel like every person in this world is born with this innate gift or this ability, that this God-given talent that they've been given. They're a miracle, basically. And when I see that, I'm like, well, what is your purpose? You know, what is you know, What do you bring to this world? Because I feel like you've come into my life for a particular reason. And... When you have that type of mindset, all you really want to do is invest in those people and you know help them bring out their best themselves, and then in return they bring out the best of me. Truthfully, mm. but like that, those changes. I mean, in the past, especially our beginning podcast when we've done this, I was not. I was different state of mind. I was a person that was still trying to recover emotionally from a lot of the trauma and the pain and the transitions, and whether it be professional or personally, that's a lot of. You know, it's a lot of processing. But as I've been daily blogging and I try to figure out specifically how I want to live my life, I mean, honestly, the reason I blog is just to be grateful for mm-hmm. everything that I have. And I know you talk about this all the time, nice. this yes. attitude of gratitude for oh. sure. But it's the gratitude is the biggest weapon that you have to combat like stress, to combat mm-hmm. negativity, combat, you know, just feeling sad in general. Mm-hmm. So I think that when you try to be more optimistic and try to have this attitude of gratitude, like as you preach every single day, that's what I try to do. But it's, it's hard work, John. I mean, it's <laughs> tremendously hard work because there are several things, people, life, circumstances, whatever you want to put it, that, you know, they come into your life and, you know, they challenge you, yes. completely challenge you. And it's frustrating. I mean, it's, it's never easy. But no one ever said life was going to be easy, right. you know. So Absolutely. that's the reason why, you know, I try to do this. But I mean, there there are things where I question it, and then I go back to however I need to do to make a decision, and that's the reason why I'm here. That's good stuff, man. That is great stuff. And yeah. uh, you're t- when you talk about giving rather than taking, yeah, that's a major theme of um, Mitch Album wrote one of his first books was Tuesdays with Maury. Yeah, and we've talked about that. And one of Maury's major themes through the discussion. That he taught Mitch was uh, giving equals living. Yeah, that's great. Whereas taking does love not, and, and that's a big focus. So I love that. That's a great focus on your part. Question number two, and you've already kind of jumped into this. What is my story? I know we're both big believers on everybody has a story, right? And I love um, the podcast that you do help draw that out of people. <laughs> All your guests, you get them to share. Yeah, um, I love how you encourage them. They should have a podcast of their own. Yeah, you know when you're talking to them, you're asking, "Are you sure you haven't done podcasting before?" You're awesome. 100%. The story that they share is yeah. pretty awesome, and so it talks about stories that are powerful regardless of whether they are true. They give you a narrative to live by and life lessons to pass on that shape and inform the person you are becoming. Okay, jumping down a little bit. Uh, this requires that you acknowledge the good and the bad of your story up to this point. A big part of this is learning how to let go of past guilt and regret and to start living your life with conviction. Jeff, you are one of the, the um, biggest proponents of living in the moment. 
Right. Or at least striving to do that every day. Right. Absolutely. And I know it's not super easy. Uh, but that is part uh, of your story. Right. And, and part of your story has been the last four or five years. But obviously you had a story before the last four or five years, too, that all molds into one, doesn't it? It completely does. And to take apart that first part that you indicated was basically everyone have a story. That's completely accurate. So the number one thing that I've seen, and you know, let's take this into a you know any type of context in regards to a social group or even at work. So there was a podcast I was listening to this morning specifically. John O'Leary had this person on that talked about social emotional type of control. Did Amen. you listen to that one? I was just listening to it this morning too yeah. about bringing the emotions into work. Absolutely, oh, yeah, it was that. phenomenal. Yeah, and I don't remember that particular guest's name, but there were three things that she wrote down in her particular discussion with John. And one of the things is that she said it, that with people at work that have social groups that they can you know, belong to or believe that they have a friend that they can associate with, it just creates longevity at that job. And you feel more socially like prepared, more mm-hmm. socially together because you have that particular type of relationship with someone at work. And she says that one of the things that they kind of do at these particular trainings is you know, ask a very neutral question that – you know, it's kind of equal in general, but you, it, it dies into a much larger discussion to get to know someone better. And that's what it comes down to. So the question is basically, you know, what was your favorite meal growing up? Yeah. And <laughs> that right there is like it leads into so many dynamics of how a particular person answers that question. And you know so much about that particular person. So for me, when I do a podcast or when I try to listen to someone's story, that's why, once again, I feel that everyone has a gift because their unique experience is individualistic to them. But they feel like sometimes, especially people dealing with mental health issues, is that they feel like they're the only one dealing with that specifically. So why my podcast exists, why I bring all these people on is because their experiences are so unique that especially if it's like going through pain or conquering struggle, that I think it is already a roadmap that people can emulate and basically go ahead and you know do themselves. It's if they choose to do that. Right. So what it comes down to, which is interesting, is why this podcast exists because in the four areas of why my podcast is there, which are you know education, careers, relationships, and counseling, there's people that have been through these journeys already that I know that their stories are going to help other people. And that's basically why the podcast exists. Once again, to give information out there that will help other people be better. So once again, going back to my personal legend of giving – and then, you know, once again, I'm huge on relationships. So I've just known people now over the last four years so much more on a deeper level. It's not even surface level conversations that I have. I mean, it's funny, like we would say hi and then instantaneously these people sit down and they just want to divulge everything that's literally happening on a much deeper level than this surface level stuff that I've been dealing with for years. Mm. And it's because I know that I developed this relationship with them to have them given an opportunity to share and they're quite grateful for it. And I'm grateful for them to share their story. So, I mean, once again, long-winded answer to a very simplistic topic. But <laughs> in general, that's just how it is. That's what happens when you get people to have a podcast on your show in general, right? Yeah. They have a little bit long-winded answers. No, and they're not nothing long-winded about it. It's good substance. But you, you're right. You would be answering these questions totally different if you didn't have your own podcast because the growth that you've had. Right. From, you know, doing this yourself has just been tremendous. Right. It, this goes right in the next question. And so I did not, I just kind of gave him the title of this article. I did not share these points. But number three is who do I need? Yeah. And you're talking about the importance of relationships. You will never reach your full potential without the help of others. 
Whom you spend time with determines the person you become. Investing in the right relationships and surrounding yourself with the right people is crucial to your success. Now, Jeff, I know you do. Um, you have a lot of friends, you know, more so than I think most people, right? You do hang out with a lot of people. And I know they all invest in you as you do with them. Yeah. So what are a couple of those important relationships right now that um, where it says, who do I need? Who, do, who does Jeff Lip need besides all the people in your life? But maybe is there a couple that are really the difference maker and kind of tilt the scales for you? I mean, truthfully, John, I'm, and I'm being genuine about this. I Who I need in general are everybody. And there's not okay. one person in my life oh, I get where it. I don't feel like I, I get it. honestly don't need. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Anyone that has come into my life, truthfully, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, honestly, like I value who they are as a person, completely value. And the people that choose to stay in my life are the people that see value in myself, you know? Mm. And, you know, I think that's powerful in itself. You know, there are several people that have been in my life now, I mean, throughout the last 39 years that I've been born in general, that have come out and they just refuse to come back. And that's okay. I can't force people to be in my life. But in general, I think they taught me so much. And, you know, I mean, if I had to give you a simplistic answer, it's not even a human being that I need in my life. I honestly love my dog. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Awesome. That dog, along with my mom... (laughs) is the number one person that sees me all the time. And no matter what happens in my life, that dog has been my constant to a certain extent for the last three years. So, I mean, it's been a social and emotional ride. But no matter what happens every single day, that dog continuously just loves me. Her only responsibility in life, and I give her everything, is basically just when I come home, just greet me with, like, happiness, you know? Right. Let me pick you up and let me just tell you how much you mean to me. And that's all I really want in my life. And, you know, it's all, it's kind of almost even choking me up right now because it, it's just so simple like that. Mm. But, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I could sit down with anybody and literally get something from them and they give me something and I give them something that I know has benefited my day and I've hopefully benefited their day somehow, some way. And for me, I value everything like that because, once again, I just see people as everyone being its own miracle, their own journey. And everyone has different agendas. I'm not saying that they don't. Right. But in general, I see the good in what people are in general. Like unless you're sociopathic, which I don't hang out with anyone that's sociopathic. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean I just see these people as being critical for my well-being. So I value everything. That's awesome. It's funny how, you know. He had a video camera here. I'm tearing up, and obviously, uh, I get emotional. I'm an emotional person, always have been, but I'm definitely more free with it now, not giving a rip if I if I do let it go sometimes. The the conversation about our dogs is definitely yeah. one thing that does that. And I instantly thought um, uh, our good friend Ozier from oh, from England sure. had a post the other day. Um, it's been it was September of this past year that they lost their dog Jack, mm. and uh, it's still rough to to see. Yeah what him and his wife Carol are going through, uh, the memory, he put a beautiful tribute, a beautiful post out about that. And um, you're right, dogs are uh, that added value besides people. And in fact, I think the dogs can teach us, pets in general, can teach us so many lessons that humans can't, that we struggle with, you know. Uh, Number four. And real quick, I just want to make mention of this, and I think it's a skill set that I'm trying to learn from you a lot. One of the things that you've taught me is this level of empathy. Like, I thought I was a very good empathetic person, honestly. But every time I tell a story, 
it, you get so emotionally charged with that. And it, it moves me, honestly, that you show that much affection. And not many people have that particular type of ability. Mm. So I'm very impressed, completely impressed by that. And that's something I'm trying to role model from you, oh, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. It's something I, I guess I have had for a while, and I do uh, I, I do count it as a gift now, which I'm, I'm very grateful yeah. to have, which is amazing. Uh, question number four is we're getting toward the end here. What is at stake? Okay. So a couple of sub-questions here. What upsets me about this world today? What frustrates me? What problems do I want to solve? So in other words, the things that you're doing, Jeff, whether it be at work, uh, hanging out with your friends and stuff, obviously there's a lot of things to fix and improve. Um, you bring so much value. You bring so much value to not only our job and helping kids, but helping our staff members too. Yeah. But I know you do the same for your friends as well. So what are what's going on in the world today that um, frustrates you a little bit, that you have a hand in making better, at least in your corner of the world? Because I know we can't go over to... Africa and fix something right now or over in Russia, but in our little corner of the world that we can do some, have some influence um, and it can change things later on, right? Yeah. It's that ripple effect. What are some things right now that uh, you're focusing in on uh, making better? Honestly, it's very simplistic. I'm just trying to be a person that has like... I mean, we're talking about professionally. Let me start with that. I'm just trying to be a better guidance counselor than I was the day before. Hmm. And if I have to be a person, once again, I am trying to be the best friend that I can possibly be to other people. Truthfully. That's it. If I have a skill set that I know that I can give to you that will help benefit you, I've done my job. Hmm. That's all I'm trying to do. And I know it sounds very cliche. I know some of these answers that I'm giving are very small and very minimal. They are. They're huge. But they're very they're really... difficult for me to follow up on. I mean, yeah. so like, I mean, I'll give you an example last night. I mean, it snowed a few inches last night, more than an inch than the weather predicted, honestly. Yes. And <laughs> we noticed that this morning. There were two or three different people that texted me last night that they wanted to, you know, hang out. John, I felt terrible for, because I couldn't get to all three of those people because of not only the weather, but in addition to that, I have a mom's birthday party that I had to go to. And I knew they understood. And, but at the end of the day, I, I chose my family over just making sure I hung out with everybody else instead. I felt bad mm. you know, because I really feel like I want to hang out with everyone. I want to catch up. I want to know how life is for them because truthfully, it makes me a human being. It makes mm. me feel better that I get an opportunity to hang out with good people and know what li- life is going on with you. So... I mean, once again, those that those, each one of these questions you're asking me, they can go into either realm. But in general, I'm just trying to be better. It's so hard to do that. You guys don't know how much work it goes into just to try to be better in either being a guidance counselor or a person in general because there's so much comfort in just like what you can do on an everyday. Just like, you know, F this world. You don't need this stuff, you know. But for me, that's all I'm trying to do is just trying to do a little bit better making sure that I impacted someone else's life in general. You know? Awesome. It's hard. It is a simple answer to, right. be, to be better, right? Right. But it is, like you said, it is it is challenging. And it, that's what makes it great, though, because, again, good things, worthwhile things are supposed to be hard. They're not supposed to be easy. Final question here, and you've already kind of defined this, and this is one thing. You talk about lessons you've learned from me. This is one I've learned from you, and I'm trying to do this more. The simple question of how can I help? The first law of thermodynamics states that energy can be transformed from one form to another, but cannot be created or destroyed. 
In layman's terms, your life can impact and influence others in meaningful ways, even small ways, a smile, a hug, a thank you, a high five, eye contact, an email, or kind word, all energy transferring in the form of hope from you to another. How beautiful is that? That's what I see as you, as hope. And I, I'm, I'm in, uh, in and out of his office enough to see this man in action where I've heard him say, how can I help? Right. What, what do you need? You know, to no matter who comes in that office, staff member, adult, parent, it doesn't matter, student, and that he lives by this, okay? Um, so I know this is a big thing for you. Uh, how can I help is kind of a definition of who you are. So your thoughts on, on finalizing this little talk? So being in the profession that I'm in, I need to constantly help everyone. I wouldn't have a job, honestly, if I wasn't able to help people in general. So... Go ahead and introduce so, him if you want. <laughs> we just had some people walk in so for my upcoming show, but we're finishing up Mr. Daly's podcast. So in general, t- to answer that question, my, I think my only existence in this world, once again, is to make sure that I'm bringing value to other people's lives. You do. So for me, what I feel like, especially with the people that I work with, I don't think anyone would come see her counselor or whoever it may be if I wasn't providing some type of assistance from that point forward. So for me, I need to do that in order to become have more purpose in my life in general. So I think that's the most important thing. But, I mean, once again, very simplistic answer. It's kind of loaded in so many things. <laughs> and my mindset was kind of changing as other people were walking in and out. But the fact is, it's like I'm, I'm just – I'm more happy when I know that I'm bringing something to other people that, you know, they, they benefit from me. Just sharing some of my knowledge and then me gaining something from them in general right. too. So it's a reciprocal. Every relationship has to be reciprocal. That's how it doesn't have to be, but most relationships. That's one thing I learned that are more powerful are people that are reciprocal in their nature, whether or not it's a personal relationship, professional relationship. It's got to be reciprocal. That's yeah. how I look at it. The meaningful ones are like that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And the meaningful ones are the ones that I know that reciprocation exists, and when that reciprocation exists, I, I find value in that tremendously. So like. That's why, once again, I'm striving consistently just to try to, like, get to know more people. Yeah. Because I think that's powerful stuff. That's huge. That's awesome stuff. And this is something you brought up John O'Leary before. John O'Leary, this is one of the major questions he always brings up. Yeah. A lot of his guests have brought it up. And I try and do this more often. How can I help? And so a lot of times when students have issues and problems, um, in my mind, instead of getting mad at them, frustrated, you know, we've talked about 20 times before, whatever it is. How can I help? Because you know, each and every day brings something different. I think with these with uh, with these people that were in our lives. That's awesome. Hey, this is a great place to finish up. Uh, we have a couple guests walking in. That, like uh, Jeff said, for the next show, Colleen and Melissa are here. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Good to see you. So, looking forward to this. All right, Jeff. Hey, any uh, last second final thoughts? No. I once again, I'm, I love doing this with you. I'm so grateful to spend some time with you. I mean, we need to do this more often, obviously, but it's just interesting how our schedules are aligning right now. I mean, basketball really is intense for you. I mean, how's basketball going for you in general? We finally got our first win in the division. Yeah. Uh, we beat Port Aaron Northern, which uh, was needed, huge. Um, and it's funny you're talking about basketball. Colleen's dad doing a fantastic job over at Lions Cruz North. Got to give him oh, a yeah. shout-out, Bob Johnson. Uh, his team is definitely uh, doing well, and we may be facing them in district. So it's definitely okay. it's on our radar 
Uh, we're a little worried <laughs> as far as prepping for him, but we got our next game against Eisenhower coming up. But thanks for asking. But uh, we had a we had a good win. Appreciate it. Outstanding, brother. All right, everybody. Hey, find me over on Facebook, you guys, at Coach to Expect Success, and over on Twitter at Coach to Success, and on Instagram at Coach John Daly. And of course, find uh, that book list that I got going. I got to add some books to that over on Coach to Expect Success dot com. And uh, put in the show notes a little contact to. Uh, JeffLip.com. He's one of those guys that has his blog going and the podcast going. He's doing outstanding stuff. Uh, so keep checking him out and keep supporting him too. And share this with some people too. Hopefully uh, there's something that came from this podcast that this might help you or get you thinking and uh, hopefully uh, reaching out to somebody else to help them too. Okay? All right, you guys, stay warm wherever you're at. I know if it's anywhere around us, we're going to stay warm these yeah. next few days. And talking about time, we may have some more time together these couple days this week. We're all hoping for... Uh, a couple uh, days off to stay warm and do some other things. But you guys take care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk again soon. See you.